0: joke, folks? He came
1: there. Me. Yeah, I see him. You. You're a
0: very <laughs> unusual a group of people. I think you know that. Where'd you get that tie, buddy? Somebody couldn't guess your weight,
1: huh? <laughs> Somebody couldn't guess your weight or get you well, laid.
2: Weight, like
1: it's because so. It's,
2: it's it would be a carnival giveaway. at such a cheap
1: tie. Uh, I'm glad you explained that joke to me. Well, it's X more relatable
2: this the closer right this was the 70s so like you know the 40s was just yesterday you know it's
1: right i got you it was now you've seen doctor who right i'm doing the delix the little robots that look like crime buster
2: i'm so sorry mike i have never seen doctor who i've never watched a, maybe i have in my life but they I, have these
1: you know it's bbc it's television so Right. No, it's cheap. But one of the cheap things they do is they have these robots that look exactly like Crime Buster. They're circular and they move around. Uh Uh-huh. And they say stuff like, exterminate.
2: It's a car, by the way. It's a car. Really? Yeah.
1: See? I guess I could see that. Yeah.
2: Well, it's from Six Million Dollar Man. Okay, Paul gets his really shining moment right now. Let's listen. Now, this nice lady's house has been destroyed. Now,
1: you well, know Paul Bartel. For the
2: volume, he won't say a word.
1: Now, does... Paul Bartel is from Montclair High. He went to Montclair High.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. In New Jersey.
1: he I don't think he spent much time in Montclair, but he went to the high school. There he is.
2: What year did he graduate? Who knows?
1: Oh, well, I don't know. Early 60s, maybe? Okay. Gotcha.
2: He did 11 low budget films, which he wrote in acted in um Death great Race 2000 private
1: parts um which is good that's an it's not howard stern it's no a hotel on hollywood boulevard and w- weird residents including a woman who's a robot
2: he lust in the dust was one of his and that's with what tab was, hunter yeah oh,
1: well, he did scenes from a class struggle in beverly hills eating raul guy's fucking genius
2: he was in rock and roll high school, and that only makes sense.
1: Right. <laughs> well, we're back in the. Oh, so is this the third act? They're going to run out of juice? Uh, Not. Uh, not yes,
2: yet. I think so. Turn it on for a second. Let me just hear what they're talking about. Well, the tragic music starts when the battery. I have been extremely inefficient in not exchanging information with you. Oh, yeah, it's this is. Just that I did not want to. She's, She's doing the maximum white thing. Like, with maximum input. like, you don't communicate with me kind of thing. Agree. great. Look at their human eyes, right? Yeah. Everything else is robotic.
1: I'm sorry, this music's driving me nuts. Thank you, John Williams. Thank you, John For- Williams.
2: Overdoing this, like, oh, it's a Hollywood $12 million dollar budget. I'm really gonna make a great soundtrack for this.
1: Why don't you stick with Spielberg, buddy?
2: Now Quaid is like, I got three master's degrees. Why do I always have to do this? You know, they really wasted the comedic talent they had in him on this in right. this film. The yeah, other so like guy said- is fine, he's a character actor, he's a lug, he's supposed to be gruff, and he does it.
1: Look at Ooh, this! Beer you pouch. want a beer pouch? <laughs> <laughs> Is that for the robots, or of course? No, oh, it's,
2: that's having a beer pouch.
1: Do you have like a little straw for the drink pouch?
2: Well, I would expect yes, but he's not doing it that way.
1: He's got a lager, of course. I mean, but of course, was a national back in the eighty. 80- oh, I guess smoking the band. was eighty-one, right, or seventy-nine? That was all about course. Yes,
2: it was seventy, late seventies, like seventy nine. Cute, cute. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear.
1: Get him run over! What a fox! Who, who,
2: what a A fox! fox. Fox.
1: More animals, please. I'm running out of puns. Oh, there we go. Hair time.
2: Missed him splitting by the hair. Ha-
1: He's splitting hairs.
2: <laughs> that was it's a crime buster deluxe.
1: Very bunny, very bunny humor. <clears throat> Do you have any robot jokes? No,
2: my robot jokes are stiff. Andrew Rich <laughs> does this great one about robots getting offended, you know, like in our times. Like you're yeah. doing the robot. He goes, Hey, not all of us dance like that, buddy. I don't appreciate that stereotype. You know, like
1: That's a great joke. Who does that joke? Andrew Rich. Andrew Rich. Well, very funny. He was a
2: comedian on our show for the King of the Mountain episode. He was a
1: counter. Oh great. Player. Yeah, sure. We're nowhere near Hollywood in this film. I no, mean, we're not. Was...
2: We're in Colorado. And now we're going to a junkyard where they hope to find some sort of charge. Some sort of, like, forgotten battery pack.
0: Man, this <clears> and movie we're going to meet... Out.
2: We're going to meet Susan and Calvin. Susan and Calvin.
1: Great, yeah. With ten minutes left in the movie, we should have new characters come in. Uh,
2: they there's They're apparently named after Susan Calvin, who was a recurring char- character from Isaac Asimov, like his robot
1: movie. i I robot or foundation
2: I, I just it was a recurring character in her in his films, his uh, books about robots. And it's Christopher Guest, who's the guy from Spinal Tap, who was the guy from Princess Bride with Six Fingers.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Another director, another comedic director. Right. All his mockumentaries.
2: Yeah. He doesn't like the term mockumentary, believe it or not. There they are. He's on the right there and he's very young. He would be on Saturday Night Live.
1: Yeah. There's a Catskill model complete with cigar option. But what in the world
2: is that small one?
1: Yeah. Nah, it's not me.
2: And what in the world are they doing?
1: That's well, uh, was, Melanie
2: Mar- Marin. She was in Car Wash in My Blue Heaven. She's had a nice career. Cool. Oh, I love
1: this 80s outfits they're wearing. The orange overalls with orange shirt. Evo. Yeah. Well, so, he, he was... In, um, he was- you know, he he was part of the National Lampoon Radio Hour in the 70s. Yes, exactly.
2: That's when he started. Credibility um, gap, I guess. 84-85 season of Saturday Night Live, he was there with Martin Short, Billy Crystal, Harry Shearer. A strange year.
1: Yeah. So that was after this.
2: Yes, he's super young here. This is probably like after the radio stuff. I don't know the answer, but...
1: Gotcha. He's not squiggy, that's all I know. Yeah, that's Do right. not mistake him for squiggy. The one wolf. Right. Yeah. Port Laverne had to so uh put an embroidery L to make it lone wolf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, raccoons, let's uh, uh! Ranger Rick. Oh, what a cute oversized cat. <laughs> Let's feed it garbage.
2: Here, kitty. So this is the kid throughout, you know, and so he's playing with the animal.
1: He did a movie called The Big Picture about a guy. It's an 80s film uh, Chris Sir guest directed. It's about a guy trying to make a movie, and it's not bad.
2: hmm
1: You know, it's very kind of inside type of bullshit, but...
2: This guy makes music. You laugh.
1: Yeah. Oh, I loved him in Guardians of the Galaxy. Terrific! Are you talking about the raccoon, right?
2: <laughs> um, he he did um, Waiting for Guffman. That was a good one, and yeah. um, he did the one about the pets, like it was a pet show. Best in the show. And he did one about folks. Was he? A, he did Spinal yeah. Tap for folk songs. Was that? Am I right though? Was yeah, that- a
1: mighty a mighty win. like a like a. It's a fart reference. Oh. <laughs> Why am I not? Oh, something's happening. I'm so nervous. I'm going to de- derail this simple Dude, task of watching a YouTube video.
2: Yeah, just don't click any pauses. <laughs> <laughs> Man, trash he heat. saw something. Okay, this is the only weird dark moment in the film. He saw like a robot that was all smashed up. It's like he saw a dead body, and he's not communicating. That's where wheels? I don't know, man.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, don't look behind you.
2: The director's making it dark.
1: What evil lurks in the heart of men? Only this shadow knows. Uh-oh. Now, he would
2: go on to die just three years later of lung cancer.
1: Right. You know, he I was, guess. Um, man, this wasn't really brought up in Man on the Moon. They didn't have a scene where he's dressed up as a robot.
2: No, they did not. Um, so he did clubs and everything, but somehow he got onto Saturday Night Live to do like, uh, here I come to save the day, something like that. Sure. And that led to being offered taxi. And that's how he got here, you know. Um, but uh, he got cut short. Who knows what he would have done.
1: Um, can I can I recommend if you're a fan of Andy Kaufman and you have Tubi TV, he did a show. He's in the movie. They they have a big to do about it. There was yeah. a Saturday Night Live ripoff called Fridays, which was aired on ABC. They did it from the West Coast, so they it, it was aired. You know they they aired it eight thirty. They shot it at eight thirty in Los Angeles and it right. aired. Uh, and in the movie, they show the scene where Andy Kaufman. Refuses to do, gets angry and breaks character and gets into a fight with cast member Michael Richards. Mm -hmm. And then it was revealed that it was all a gag, but no one knew. (laughs) That's so so him. So that's the last season. But I really recommend watching the third season, the premiere, where he returns and he's married to a Christian folk singer. And he apologizes about his behavior (laughs) and he would like to sing a song. And then. So costly. there's a bit about a pharmacist who likes to take drugs and he's supposed to bring up the police musical act, the police. Right. But he doesn't, it's a live show. He starts complaining about the previous act saying drugs aren't funny to the point where that they had to go to a commercial break. So I do recommend.
2: Know that. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he's wasn't really a comedian. He was like, he evoked emotion. Like the way he puts it, like I never told a joke is what he says. My only a lot of wrestling. Is that he will entertain you as best I can.
1: Right. I mean, he was wrestling women, which is pretty crazy, but he was really had like a wrestling ethos to him. You ever see yes. his TV special? He did a yeah. one-time prime time special, and he had a talk show where his desk was extremely large, and he stood atop this desk while the guests sat in a <laughs> very lowly a- chair. <laughs> <laughs> i mean a lot of it's like funny in concept and a lot of it you know if you're in the mood it's really funny but i i think there's other people who have that same spirit it's not just Andy kaufman but you know he yeah. was really fun so so
2: he was also like a real problem person and and that happened here um let's see here um well I can't find the my in my research but essentially that guy who was his partner was yeah what's his name
1: again bob zamuka he was yeah. banned
2: from the set of this because he would get Andy going and then when he was banned um as the days wore on andy would like act out and be a, you know like a problem for them to like you know get him into his chair to do the makeup get him in into- I'm tired of it I'm tired of it I'm not doing it I want Bob back
1: wow that's crazy <laughs> you know Bob Zamuka I don't really I think I read his book once and I'm not really yeah. a fan of this but he's all right I mean he created um uh, was that uh comedy comic comic relief he was responsible for that big oh, B- okay. factor in that so that's some good in the world. Interesting yeah. guy. i seen a video. He had a video of Bob Zamuka as Tony Clifton, including him showing up at the premiere of Man on the Moon. And it's a really weird video. Like, oh, there's some okay. scenes... Like, it's him walking around Las Vegas as Tony Clifton It's in 2000 or something, saying that yeah. Andy Kaufman faked his death, etc. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember everyone's like, Tony Clifton is um, Andy... Kaufman and, or maybe I'm just mixing it up with the Jim Carrey movie. There was something in which Tony Clifton was like this, Cla-, you know, and then he shows up playing the bongos and, and yeah, Kaufman in person, you know.
1: Yeah, they would they would switch off like so people didn't know who was playing Tony Clifton.
2: The thing is, one time he came down to the s- oh no, maybe I'm mixing it up with the movie again. Like he made Tony Clifton freak out on the set of Taxi and then he got on the phone pretend you know as Andy like that never made the air that's what's why he was so weird he didn't do that for he did that for life that didn't get filmed and you know what i mean his practical right. joke was on these people in ta- the set of taxi
1: well you like, know even do you- the
2: glitch the horizontal hold like
1: I, I, one of the coolest things he did on SNL was that he had a one eight hundred number where he asked people whether or not he should appear on SNL anymore, uh, okay. in the eighties, and he got voted no, so he stopped. <laughs> and he actually produced an advertisement uh, which aired in, on SNL in some markets where he, he apologized. You know, I appreciate the tally, and I'm sorry. You know, I won't be performing anymore.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> stupid
2: okay um 1990 book Andy Kaufman revealed that's his book
1: okay that's Tony Clifton's book uh Bob, Bob Zemuka's book
2: Bob Zemuka Bob Zemuka wrote the Kaufman and z- wrote that Kaufman and Zamuda had pitched the screenplay of Kaufman's the Tony Tony Clifton story a movie about the life and times of his alter. To Universal Studios. Universal executives were concerned that Kaufman had not acted in films except for a small role. They arranged for him to star in this. See if he could carry a movie.
1: Such a weird way to screen light a movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't they do it with the film? I mean, you're going to put him in a film, so do it with Tony Clifton. I don't know.
1: Well, I'm glad they didn't do the Tony Clifton movie. It probably... Well, it would have been interesting, but...
2: Now he's given his power to the kid. Uh.
0: Why? My mother in law needed a heart transplant once. Huh? But we had to give it up. We couldn't find a gorilla.
2: Because. Yeah, I don't get it. The, I, it's, it's like the mother-in-law. You know, only a gorilla heart will help a gorilla. It's like a mother-in-law is like...
1: He's saying that his mother-in-law is... is a gorilla. Oh, they must not have a good relationship then. It might be strained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a question about robots and marriage and mother-in-laws. The robots don't have mother-in-laws.
2: <laughs> He's a cat skill model. I mean... right.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Bernadette Peters doesn't have a vagina, but she is
1: a model. Oh. <laughs> well, I assume.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. I was going to... All right. Yeah.
2: Her circuits are kept in a hot box, but I don't think uh, that's...
1: <laughs> that's what she said.
2: <laughs> Woohoo. John Hill, the writer of this, uh, adapted it into a novel in December of 81. They promoted this film in magazines like Starlog and Famous sure. Monsters. They were really big on the makeup.
1: Well, those magazines existed in the early eighties. Yeah. you know, it'd be like exclusive under the rainbow footage, photos, right. yeah, or whatever. Megaforce, whatever came out in nineteen eighty-one. A lot they of found shit. The, in the early 80s. model now. Bada bing. Oh, so he didn't escape, but they're going to recharge him, I guess, he shows up at the end? Tommy no, shows he... up at the end. <clears throat> yes. Everything's all right, kid. Pa-ching. I said, I told hey, my me. mother-in-law, <laughs> mi casa is tu casa. Sue, so Sue. La- last week she sold it oh (laughs) that's good mike that's henny youngman Mike, (laughs) that's the henny youngman
2: i'm doing all henny youngman jokes um you know sag right screen acting guild there was like a strike during this and so july 1980 they shut down filming all the way till october
1: 1980 the 1980 writer strike holy cow
2: yeah, it was a, a strike by the Screen Actors Guild. So it was for the writers. I remember yeah. something about that.
1: Yeah. Well, then there was a writer's strike in 07. And, of course, right now, as we're uh, recording this, uh, the current writer's strike here in 2023 has been going on for weeks.
2: No, she's dying now.
1: Oh, her power reserve. No and she's reserves. She's dying
2: before uh, Val can talk to her about love.
1: Oh, no. This whole movie was leading up to this.
2: Yeah. Go ahead and turn it on.
1: All right. Give me a second. Do I gotta, not I have man- pause.
2: Do not I have to manually, do ha-
1: do manually not press aqua. it.
2: There's one last subject area I would like to discuss with you. But I'm running out of... Aqua. Wait. Wait. Please don't go. I want to discuss... One last human. Don't mute it. What makes you think I was going
1: to mute this movie?
2: Because
1: I have my finger hovering over the button.
2: (laughs) I want to ask
1: what you know about latex, lousy lovers.
2: Now he runs out of power, so he never says the word. He did. He said "look." Now we have a sad scene in which it's like, "Mom, Dad, wake up!" Casey no. Jones riding <laughs> that train. <laughs> what, what, now, what happened? <laughs> if I was the writer, I would yeah. now have the kid power up his mom and dad and sacrifices his right. life and they, it would be real romeo and juliet they'd be like oh my god it's phil we got to get phil power now but they don't do that
1: well they're they not going
2: to kill the kid right well nobody dies when you just run out of power
1: right right like this if movie feels, did die it ran out of power if,
2: <laughs> it feels like a loss you know a whiff of death no, it's really bad how... Okay, they just get found and picked up by the Randy Quaid and, and Max. They just...
1: Oh, good, good, because I was hoping we could close that storyline.
2: Yeah, but the thing is this is a movie. It's supposed to be... They fight, they get their... Uh, I don't know. It's lame.
1: Oh, so you're saying that, like, instead of just breaking down and being thrown into the trunk and then having the end credits, they should just cut to the end credits no i'm saying instead of breaking down and giving they should like have a
2: last ditch effort to run sure. sleeping power and escape these guys what's going to happen is they do escape these guys and get what they want but they have it in sort of like a lucky break uh you know you just don't put coincidence and luck in screenplays the hero's sure. gotta and
1: Yeah. So, what a bummer. I would have been down Who's with hiding? the moment. Oh, the little kid. Fill my pockets. Who? You want <laughs> to talk to who? Phil Phil, fill Riding my pockets.
2: that train.
1: <laughs> beep, beep. Charged on Charged on cocaine. Beep, beep.
2: Casey Jones, you better watch your speech. Should I get my guitar? Yeah, sure. Roll ahead, you know. Check out Double my behind. behind. Check, Check out, out my behind. That's like Spiegelman's behind when I, we do the S, <laughs> S, 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 A, 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 A. Love it. Guitar chords. Casey Jones, <laughs> The Grateful Dead. Casey I'm telling Jones. you.
1: Here, I'm going to go, Brain, give me a lyric to all the fucking Grateful Dead songs. Oh, I already know them. Oh, meanwhile, back in Robot Headquarters. C-F-C this is so easy. Yeah, but you're in a minute. There she is a again. Lewis foil. She's in a bunch of his movies.
2: Yeah, she was. she's in a lot of stuff on her own. She's um... <clears throat> Kathleen Freeman.
1: Kathleen Freeman. All right, good uh, to know.
2: I guess I already said, she was in um, The Fly, but 1958. She was in uh, Support Your Local Sheriff and Support Your Local Gunfighter, and we already talked about her. Yes. Yeah. brothers. And, now, it's a really badly scripted, stupid thing. They're like, whatever happened to those? You know, go ahead, listen. Go ahead,
1: listen. Okay. I, have, I have to click.
2: Come on now. Sad. Yeah.
1: yeah. The hot shots in the front, all of us
2: never could figure out what was wrong. Hey, isn't that so guy from I closed the book on him and took the loss? I know what's,
0: what's from him? what happened to them. We
1: jumped them. He's from it's that uh, Don, Donald that Donald Lug uh, Log sitcom, he played the dad. I could tell his eyebrows. I recognize his yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, the
2: eyebrows are really distinctive. They yeah. really are. Um I don't have that. Uh, he was on Rhoda and Dune. Uh, he was It would have been the two thousand cool thing here. Run the train Beep, beep. cocaine. Casey Jonesy better Watch your speed.
1: Oh wait, the movie's ending.
2: Ahead, you no, know. That. Beep beep. So they got junked, right? So our, uh, you know, Susan and Calvin just charged them up, and now they live in the junkyard. Oh, that's
1: with it. Calvin and Susan. But our movie's not over. We
2: have an act oh, it three. Is.
1: No, there's three more minutes left in this movie. It's 87 minutes. Well, what I mean
2: is there's always the last hurrah yeah. of the last contest, and that's well, what's my coming friends- now when Crime Buster...
1: We'll find oh. them. Now, when my friends showed me this link, I was like, "This is not the complete movie. It's one hour 17. But sure enough, this is the length of the movie. Yeah, yeah. They
2: were, they and it was not the, a, a the first cut. Uh, the the Universal was like, "Your your movie is too long and too stupid."
1: Whoa. Oh, Dick Miller is also a big in uh, Roger Corman, Joe Dante guy. Cast of characters: yeah. Kaufman. Burnett, Rennie, Quaid, Kevin McMillan, Maline Marin. That's right. Calvin Factory Factory Shoal, Dick Miller, Mary Mary Washington always shows up with Paul Bartel. I should have noticed her before. All right, Carl, what you think of this movie? Um, I thought that this movie was cute. I think it was not very
2: funny. Um, i I do not know why they needed to spend that kind of budget on it.
1: Uh. It didn't, It seems self-contained budget-wise. It wasn't like sprawling sets or anything.
2: No, they were... The money was really spent on the makeup and all those effects on making them robots and also on the little robot because they totally made them automated. They didn't work them like a puppet, which would have been so right. much cheaper. And that freaking crime buster, okay? Plus, they had some name... Voice of Phil performed by Jerry Garcia. right. Plus, they had some names they had to pay
1: salary. Look, Catskill Jokes by Henny Youngman. We've taken directly from the source. Wow. You know, I would think they and would Jack pick Carter jokes. Catskill Acted by Barry Diamond. I mean, these are all classic, his classic jokes. You know, I said to my mother-in-law, you know. Wow, that's so cool. I'm going to keep the credits rolling, Carl, even though. Wow what excitement i hate this movie yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know like i i well i th- glad i saw it i'm sure this is one of our films where i should watch it on my own as well and hear all the audio and yeah. soak it in it seems like a film that if it was ad nauseum on video cassette or a cable i might kind of get into it. i can see myself just watching it but it has that silent movie feeling of we're just going to shoot it in the forest and you know a bad guy's going to pop out of a tree and, and tie up a girl or whatever and it'll just happen in the woods because it's the cheapest thing is right out here so i was well, a little you know,
2: they really didn't do it to spare expense and they paid for the you know they absolutely had sets in this and and uh, but still i hear what you're saying like there's a silent movie vibe yeah
1: you know just to do it outside just this formless kind of, like, uh, well, the tension will occur right here. Here's the thing. All right. Copyright 1981. Played the Atari game of now available. What?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, all right. I'm going to have to stop my uh, – there we go. I'm out of it. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. This is probably going to be exclusively aired on uh, YouTube. But if you do hear this on, on Muni radio – thank us for letting us do it next week we'll have a movie with no ads be yeah, really easy right. to join us uh but we want to thank carl thank you so much for for researching this movie watching it several times it seems kind of cool like it seems like it has a vibe to it it's just never really made it yeah you know, yeah. yeah if you, and, uh, if you watch geez. it with
2: the sound you'll see the whole vision of the director and everything you know so you get it more doesn't make it a good film
1: gotcha well next week we'll have an amazing we're going to be watching Casablanca so check it out next week okay. <laughs> <laughs> Casablanca meets Wizard of Oz from 1939 delightful uh, double feature uh, but we'll we'll be back next week with the movie that we selected and uh, some great interviews as well thank you audience we'll see you guys thank you Muni Radio Carl thank you uh, we'll see you guys all next week
2: let's watch a full length Movie on you too with Mike Spiegelman Man. Let's watch a full length movie on you too with Mike Spiegelman Man. It's been Friend, I I wrote this song. My turn-ons my goals, are French poodles, Chinese noodles, and, go, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Joe Stacaro. And underscores you know, I love going to restaurants downtown turning your frown around and like everybody balls countdown <laughs> hey I'm ready to up, now let's watch a full-length movie
1: W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F.
2: No,
1: you have to do it fast. Okay, all right, pass. Okay, one more time. No, no, one more time. Gotta go
2: back to the first one.
1: Oh god. Okay. You don't know
2: what OCD is all about.
1: All right, let's do the first one. Right? L W A F L M O Y T. Do it again. L W A F L M O Y T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T With Mike Spiegelman and Carl Hi Carl
2: Hi Mike,
1: thanks (laughs) Good to see you Hey, uh, welcome to the show L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is an acronym It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube With me, Mike Spiegelman and carl lw Y-T. yeah yt is youtube uh,
2: excuse me youtube is one word youtube is I, one word
1: i just said yt is youtube so
2: it should just be y
1: okay l-w-a-f-l-l-y that's y. actually
2: my question yt yt L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T
1: that's a great question i'll have to get i'll have to circle around back welcome to the show we are streaming first as always on mutinyradio.fm our home base in san francisco beautiful beautiful mission district come on down with mutiny radio has live show live comedy shows monday and fridays check the website mutinyradio.fm check the website mutinyradio.fm and download our archive subscribe to us you can also uh, listen to the show live live stream it uh, just go to meetnewradio.fm. We're here every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are YouTube a podcast, channel. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, what's up?
2: YouTube channel. Tell them about the YouTube channel.
1: That was my third, but that's the greatest thing we have is our YouTube channel. If you're watching right now, howdy. Uh, <laughs> go to L W L F M O Y T Because we'll be watching right. this movie. We want you, I said L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. <laughs> That was my oh. question. <laughs> I can't it's not I have to say YouTube is YT I'm sorry it just sounds mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. I understand so yeah you can type in that acronym in YouTube and what we're going to do is we're going want you to go to YouTube watch a movie with us turn the sound off listen to the podcast at the same time and watch it what movie are we watching today today we
2: will watch this is a hard one the return of the six million dollar man and the bionic woman 1987. I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> The return of the the return of the six million dollar man. You got to write out six million in English, and the Bionic Woman, B B I O N I C. Come on, we all know how to spell Bionic Woman. Nineteen eighty seven. Also, you got to say ampersand instead of the and. You got to put in that little squiggly ampersand. Probably, you start typing this, it'll come up.
1: Okay, so we want you to type the return of the six S-I-X million dollar man ampersamp. The yeah. G-I-O-N-I-C. Right. 1987.
2: 1987. Yeah. Carl, and the what channel, channel host- is like, It's important yes. because the first channel has ads and that's not going to work. So you want Dave D Entertainment. Dave, Dave. D, middle initial D. Entertainment. Oh,
1: last name Entertainment. <laughs> His full name is Dave. My David car. <laughs> My car. Entertainment Entertainment Productions. <laughs> Dave Entertainment, proprietor. Now, can we finally get to the Celebrity Comedian Countdown? Carl, take it away.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Daniel Caprio. <laughs> welcome, Daniel. Hi, nice to be here. So, Daniel, we are comedians out there on the scene. I'm bumping into you at shows, at open mics, and I think it's fair to say that you're a Central Jersey, South Jersey comedian. Is that fair?
0: Uh, yes, that is fair. I'd like to say Central Jersey, but I do do. I was just in Atlantic City uh, not more than a month and a half ago, so that's South Jersey.
2: So when I'm dialing your number, I'm dialing 609. That is pretty central to me. That's a Mercer County dial to uh, area code there. So how come you never come up north? Many, many South Jersey, Central Jersey comedians I do see up here every now and again. You never seem to venture our way. Uh, Yeah, because a lot of times it's
0: way too far for way too little. (laughs) And I'm not I'm not talking about shows, by the way. I'm talking about uh, straight-up open mics.
2: Yeah, five minutes and you've driven an hour, you know, hour 15. It doesn't make sense. Oh, I'm talking close to two hours for most of this. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, I think of you as a comedy producer and a host. Now, I've been part of this sauce open mic in New Brunswick. Yeah. uh, The sauce mic with the the George Street Co-op. But also, I see you doing stuff at, like, Mercer County Community College, What's the philosophy here? You make your own shows. You're a bit of a producer.
0: That's true. Uh, It's actually this Thursday is the Mercer mic. Um, It's not totally mine. I mean, they pay me to do it, which is great. Uh, But, you know, I have to follow, you know, the rules that they set. But um, I was their first choice when they brought it back. It's it's uh, it hasn't been going on for like three years now. And it Uh just came back um, in uh, February. And, what, uh, it took a COVID break? Yeah, it extended one, uh, but I'm so glad it's back. And and they've been well attended lately, too, so I'm very happy for that.
2: Well, I see the stuff on social media, and it's a very good stage, and it's lots of friends I see booked on that show, you know? It looks like it's a fun time.
0: Oh, most definitely. I can't wait
2: so i see you on the run right now in the car that's because you're so damn active in comedy where are you going now
0: i'm going to uh red bank uh to uh this dispensary uh called scarlet reserve they have uh they have mics every tuesday and they have shows uh every now and then on friday
2: and you get to pick up a little something while you're there right possibly yeah (laughs) <laughs> You're used to going and having a beer, but uh, this is a little different. Do they serve alcohol? No, no, no.
0: I think it's BYOB, but no more drinking for me. I haven't drank in uh, over six years now.
2: Really? Was it yeah. a problem? No. You just I don't I don't like this. Or no, no. It was definitely problems. Uh oh. but I am
0: I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm glad I made that decision. It's been uh, positive. Uh, it's been a positive one, definitely.
2: Gotcha. Now you have. Okay, so you've got this special, right? And it's called Otterly Ridiculous. Now, it's not utterly ridiculous. It's like the animal and otter, it's utterly ridiculous. But it's not on your own YouTube channel. What is that, Backwards Entertainment? Tell me about this special, how it came about, and why it's on a different person's channel.
0: Well, the reason why it's on a different channel is because my friend VJ, I wanted to pay him to do it, But he made a stipulation, uh, which, you know, saved me quite a lot of money. Uh, He told me, he's like, look, I'll film and edit it for you. Uh, Just uh, let's put it on my channel. Because he has, I think right now, he has about 2,000 subscribers to his channel. And uh, Uh he he knew we would get like a pretty good amount of views. Um, And uh, so I said, yeah, you know, it's going to reach more eyes having it on your channel versus mine uh and he did film and you know like edit it so you know we made that deal. yeah um and uh our friend alex galeski uh brought in uh, sure. a couple more cameras and he helped uh, film it too and um so what the deal was uh i told him like whatever little clips like 30 seconds a minute i would put those on my channel and he would put the full length on his channel and it's worked
2: out great, great. Yeah, it sounds like it. Both of those guys, I know those dudes, they're really great guys. And that's terrific. They were helping out and everything.
0: So oh, Very talented on and off stage, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So tell me, how can people find you out there on social media? What is it? Instagram, Twitter? How can people get in touch and see what you're up to and where you, they can check you out?
0: Instagram I'm real active on. It's just at Daniel Caprio. Uh, I try to keep things simple so people can find me easy. Twitter, uh, somebody took at Daniel Caprio, so it's at Daniel underscore Caprio for Twitter.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
0: Twitter's kind of a cesspool though, so I don't really, I only like really post promos on there, like you know, like yeah. you know, dates and mics and things like that, pictures and stuff. Um, but it has its uh, it has its uses, and yes. um, all other social media, it's just uh, it's just Daniel Caprio.
2: Okay, now, Daniel Caprio, everyone at home is poised to watch this film at the exact same time as we do here in the studio, so everyone at home's got a press play, same time as we do at the studio, so why don't you go ahead, Daniel Caprio, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown.
0: All right, here we go. Three, two, one,
1: go!
2: What for? It's a commercial.
1: It's Ernie Anderson. I'm Paul Thomas Anderson's dad, and I do the voiceover for Six Million Dollar Man.
2: See his eye. See yeah, his was zapped.
1: Ooh, that wall went down. That window There's went a through.
2: New Six million dollar person.
1: Six million dollar man and the Bionic Woman next. <laughs> No, oh, Mike, man. were you a
2: big fan? Were you a fan?
1: Yes, I was, of course. Yeah. The 70s would not be complete without Lee Majors and uh, Lindsay Wagner as the bionic couple. Yes. Carl, what is the premise of the show? The shows?
2: Your show? This show? No, the and original. AFL?
1: No, originally in the 70s, we watched The Six ah, Million okay. Dollar Man.
2: Oh, yeah. So uh, there was a crash, and we're about to see the beginning. You see how young he is? And yeah. we're going to see that he has a plane crash. And so they figured they could rebuild him as a cyborg. They didn't use that term at all. They put they bionics in him. So he's got a fake leg that makes him jump like that. He's got a super eye. He can super see. And he has a bionic arm. So he can super find. Oh, you
1: go. Ah, uh, I have to witness the crash every time
2: the show starts. She's got a bionic arm, too, a bionic leg, but she doesn't have a bionic eye. She has a bionic ear. What was that you said? Say what?
1: Uh-huh. Hey, I think they're talking about us two states over.
2: Yeah. Bionic now-
1: man, you're right. Look at <laughs> she's she's fantastic. Oh, she, right? she looks around great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Co-starring this- other people.
2: Yeah, well, that's the new... Uh, bionic guy, and he's the son of, of Steve Austin. Wait, there's there's Lee, Lee Majors. Oh, look leaders. at that.
1: Steve Lee Majors, too. Yeah. yeah. Now, and wasn't when, Lee Majors and Eddie Deason in, in The Fall Guy together?
2: Was Eddie Deason in The Fall Guy? That's cool. I,
1: I think so. It's either that or the one where it was like... I, it might be T.J. Hooker.
2: Oh, okay. That, that's with the yeah. uh, Shatner. Shatner. Right. Well, it looks like it's all fun and games, but it's not, Michael. It's not. This is the paramilitary organization fortress.
1: Well, they need to use the elevator.
2: (laughs) No, they're just going to do whatever they want. They go in with explosives. Now, we're overhearing Oscar Goldman go... They broke into the military force. They 19 people were injured. They I bullied. like
1: Oscar Goldman. He's my favorite part of both shows.
2: He dude, was dude. in the Buster Keaton story, which we saw together. He was yes, that's one of right. the movie executives. Super young. Right, super young.
1: Man, that, that explosion went to either side of the truck.
2: Now, in the car is a dad in Surf 2. It is weekend at Bernie's. It's our favorite guy.
1: Oh, look at him! He's so clean shaven too. Because even a in weekend at Bernie's he had a mustache. Yep, you can see his former mustache right under his nose. He's <laughs> one of those guys where they shave their mustache, and you're like, "Yeah, did you shave your mustache? How do you know? How, we'll like, give it away. Well, you like have a like a two times the, Yeah, like your upper lip is like four times the size of uh, your chin.
2: Now here's Lee Majors, and it's Steve Austin. And the first thing was the is the director has to remind us that Steve Austin was a sex symbol. So here we have our sex symbol. Oh, him. Now turn it up because he's going to make fun of today's youth. I'm too shy to make the team. I my uh, head in
0: the clouds I
2: <laughs>
0: think I that in all by myself. Well, you know, kids today. They say things like, totally. I just don't have my own strength. Awesome.
1: (laughs) Awesome.
2: Totally. Totally.
1: Well, that was on fleek.
2: Yeah. So the director has let us know that he is a sex symbol and he's old.
1: Can Can I have some very disturbing questions I need to ask before we watch this movie?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: One, the government owns them, right?
2: Mark, Michael, that is very disturbing okay this is where coming from
1: um, let me say this you you crash right in the an astronaut and you wake up and there's bionic parts and they yeah. call you crassly oh, yeah. the they six million you. always reminding you how much they pay like we you owe us you, you are six the million dollars you and you die. do what the government tells you to do well, what if uh i'm older tough shit
2: well, no, no, he is retired right now. He's
1: retired. There's no way the bionic man is retired. He's going to be government owned till the rest of his life.
2: No, it's about Michael. Okay, this is about his son. His son, who's also a military pilot.
1: Steve Austin Jr.? Yeah. Now, does Bigfoot show up in this at all? Because he won No, how? When... No. Oh.
2: Not in this one.
1: That okay, so. Best.
2: Steve Austin, the $6 million man, he is now retired. He sunk all his money into this fishing boat, and he fishes all the time. And he was married to this woman, but she was a cuckoo, so they got a Uh divorce. And she never said, by the way, I'm pregnant, so surprise, you have a kid. But he he found out when he was young, like a couple years later, and he never raised the kid. And when the mom died, he sent him to the aunt's house. Okay, so he's estranged from his son. Yeah.
1: No, so how did he know she was pregnant? Was it a bionic eye used at all? You can smell it.
2: You can smell it. it. When a woman's pregnant, there's a, yeah, there's a scent. Oh, hang on. Let me write
1: this down. Thanks, man. I learned everything about women from you, Carl.
2: (laughs) So he did crash and get bionic and then find out about it. And he was an OSI agent. So his excuse... That he wasn't around was you know i i got america to help to see
1: what's an osi agent
2: it's the pretend cia it's the okay. pretend cia
1: you know in the venture brothers they're osi too they're the good guys oh that's cool yeah and they actually have a scene where steve austin the and big and bigfoot are a couple <laughs> and they're hiding out in the mountains together <laughs> oh man i like that yeah. uh, the clothes are awesome you know, What's one thing going I on
2: mention- right now is he's yeah. saying like Fortress is back and Lyle Stenning is the head of, you know, and Lyle Stenning is like his longtime adversary, but not really just for the point of this movie. You know, they want to right. make it. A- OK, so he's like, forget it, Oscar. I'm retired. I- I'm out. I'm out of the game. And I'll stay out of the game.
1: Uh huh, and he's gonna be like, "Yeah, but according to this receipt, we own you."
2: <laughs> six million dollars. It says right here.
1: <laughs> yeah, look now, six Lyle million. Yeah. You've
2: got to come and fight Lyle because guess what? He's Martin Landau.
1: I know. I saw the special credit. You know, special guest star. The first name is always the villain. Mm-hmm. Bodacious. Oh, look at him. He's definitely like. Ah, I'm gonna take a look at the look at her bikini one more time. Well- he's the
2: got a after the summer he met jamie and you're right oscar Goldman keeps looking at the bikini broads going looks like you're you're not too old i can see steve austin
1: <laughs> totally tubular by tubular i mean okay oscar we get you <laughs> oh here's my impression carl of the six million dollar man and the bionic woman having sex Okay. okay. Oh, oh bionic woman. <laughs> you're looking at, you're listening to another man. What? You're looking at another woman, huh? Oh, Cindy.
2: Are you looking at Cindy? she's
1: frank.
2: in montana <laughs> oh frank 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 who are you listening to
1: frank from louisiana so when you saw the terminator and arnold schwarzenegger is an aging terminator how do you feel about that because terminators and and uh, bionic man he's gonna die eventually right or uh-huh. he's immortal who? Bionic
2: man? Of course he's gonna die.
1: So he has this equipment in him, like, for four years? Yeah, he's got
2: a fake leg. Okay? And they reinforced his spine with cranium
1: But that was back in 1970s, you know? Like, this is 87. does he need, like, an upgrade?
2: His son gets the bionics, and he, like, runs all weird, and they're, like, all impressed with him. I can't do that! And he shoots a laser with his eye. Yeah, I
1: saw the laser
2: eyes. 1970s technology, and his kids got late 80s tech. Yeah,
1: they had lasers. Nepo babies, right?
2: Wait till you see the way he runs, man.
1: I am the son, the son of Steve Austin. Well, the thing
2: is, this was like, okay, this was kind of going to be a pilot, you see. Of course. These two right here on screen—they were together on a vacation in 1986, just fucking around. They were just friends, and they were on a vacation, and they started pretending they were like improvising a scene. Like they're probably drunk or something, pretending that they were Steve Austin. Yeah, right. Of course. So it gave him the idea. Let's let's have a reunion. So they contacted this guy, Sidney Sheinberg at Universal. He's a good Catholic, Sidney Sheinberg at Universal who agreed to develop it. And then there was a chance meeting with Brandon Tartikoff. Now, why do I know that?
1: Brandon Tartikoff, by the way, the dog in uh, Punky Brewster is named Brandon after him. He Uh is one of the superstars of the early 80s when it comes to television executive personalities. He's the Fred Silverman of his time. He spearheaded every show you liked from NBC in the early 80s. And he had a certain personality. He passed away years ago. But he is definitely like a power broker that even I know about. I read about him, Carl. You know. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, Brendan Tartikoff, he probably said
2: "Ching! Let's yeah. do it." Well, it says a chance meeting, so they just bumped into Brandon, it, uh led to the movie being sold to NBC and it was 4.8 million, not 6 million. 4.8 million dollar budget, uh because it was also going to be like a pilot michael austin is the name of the kid so it'd be like the bionic man's kid was going to be a new series
1: oh that's cool so lee majors could be in it but he doesn't have to run around and shit right his son Mm -hmm. could do it
2: it literally his His son
1: son could do it now what about bionic woman would she be in this backdoor pilot as well like in the show yep
2: Yep. we're gonna see her all over this thing
1: now does she have a bionic daughter
2: uh, no, that that would be hitting the that would be gilding the lily, I think gilding
1: the say. lily, a little too on that the nose as we
2: nail on the head. <laughs> I mean that's a little <laughs> too on the nose here. They're twins, they're twins, and they're their own babies. They 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 are they become they get married and they Oh right. <laughs> Who are you listening to? Boop 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 boop.
1: Oh, boo, 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 boo. oh! by the way, like, you know, during... Oh, I haven't finished the sex scene between the... Okay, minutes. let me jerk right, you right. off
2: with my bionic hand. Ouch, ouch, ouch! I don't have a bionic dick!
1: Right, right. Don't worry, Oscar Goldstein. We can ouch. rebuild it. We can rebuild it, Steve. <laughs> His balls. <laughs> we have the technology. We can rebuild it.
2: <laughs> then Be you better. really would hear that sound when they were doing it. boing, boing, Okay, so now he's sort of like been introduced to his son, but they never met. There's Bernie. He looks yes, old. Yes, Bernie.
1: There's the dad from Surf Two. So the good dad from Surf Two, not the racist dad. Isn't no,
2: the, no, it's not the good dad. It's um, the the what's his name, Tom Villard's dad.
1: Right, but he was and, cool. He, he yeah, was. he wasn't. Was a, he wasn't dad. selling uh, Buzz Cola to the kids. Right. Exactly. Those are the other two dads. He He's
2: protesting the Buzz Cola.
1: Yeah. Oh, look, California, where everything exists. That's another great thing about this TV show, watching this in New Jersey. It's like, wow, California looks so cool.
2: Yep, yep. It always did. So right now, Oscar Goldman has learned that Steve Austin will meet his son at this restaurant. So (laughs) he is arranging it that that. Bionic woman coincidentally bees is, is there in bees there is there with on us on a date like on a blind date kind of thing because he for some reason in our plot wants Steve Austin and and he wants Steve back to fight fortress so if he gets him back with I don't I don't understand his logic but he wants to play matchmaker and put these two together again
1: fair enough that makes sense was fortunate you know one thing about these shows excuse me is that they would be episodic you know it would just be yeah. that villain just, of the week yeah. and if there was any kind of like chronological story it would be a special or like you know when he met bigfoot it was a big deal it was maybe a two-parter right. or a movie or it was an event yeah but there was never yeah. like uh the show was never a 22 hour movie like a serialized uh tv show we we watch now no nope,
2: it was episodic just like you said it, it would start with the premise and by the end of the thing it was wrapped up and the guy was in jail and it was right. all. Started.
1: there was really no mystery like it wasn't i don't think the bionic woman was searching for something about her past or like yes was no, no she
2: was no you see she was the pre? yeah the okay steve austin and jamie summers were in love and it was the summer of love and love 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 and then jamie I has mean. the parachute crash and they go save her life make her bionic and they go steve you can't well i'll do cut- 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 you if you don't and they said, <laughs> so, okay, okay. do so they made her bionic but when she woke up she couldn't remember she was like hi who are you are you okay jamie is that my name? No, but she remembered her name, but she forgot all her about her past. So she didn't know she was in love with Steve Austin. So the Steve was a tortured soul who was uh, right near the woman he loved, but she couldn't love him back.
1: Okay. It no, was just because they were retroing the story. Like it originate as a pilot. of just Jamie as herself. And then they threw in all this backstory later, or there was a movie that, um, mm-hmm with the bionic woman it was really supposed
2: to be an episode as a matter of fact she dies at the end she's what i
1: die did i hear you correctly yes she
2: dies it was so popular that they they just said all right fuck that and they made it like a thing like okay we didn't want you to know steve i told you she was dead because she can't remember and it would have been torturous to you (laughs) that's really what it was
1: that's that's interesting Um,
2: Okay. Nice save. In the third season, two part episode, her character is critically injured in a skydiving accident, and equipped with bionic implants, similar to, but her body rejects them, ultimately leading to her death. <gasps> this was intended but- to be Wagner's last role under her universal contract, but public response to the character was so um, overwhelming that the death was retconned ret- 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 into a cover story. That's right. For a near-death secret recovery, Wagney, Wagner appeared in a two-part episode, which returned her character, followed by a spin-off series. Nineteen seventy-six.
1: Amazing! That's so cool. Now eating pizza. Remember the time they ate pizza and riding horses? Yeah. Is she that's remembering, remembering the time she's riding horses. Remembering the time she's eating pizza while remembering the time she was riding a horse. Does <laughs> she have a flashback within a flashback?
2: Yes. I remember being on a
1: horse, remembering us eating pizza.
2: <laughs> that's right she was on the horse galloping she goes yeah. I remember that time we had the pizza I'm remembering the time I remembered that we had pizza we were
1: having pizza and you were telling me you were on a horse
2: <laughs> so now we're having this awkward okay ready for some bionics turn it up so we hear it <laughs> what you think doesn't matter what I think that was never true, Steve I just
0: can't deal with you right now. Anything. What? You know, you you retreated inside yourself. No contacts, no friends. And when somebody needed you, you didn't care. Daughter, it. It's fine, okay? Just what he, stay she's there. talking about Obviously Istanbul. We'll learn that later. Jamie. Please let go of me.
2: No. Now, here go. <laughs> <laughs> no no, no. I just wanted you to hear that. I want the audience to know what we're talking about when they're doing it. Boo, boo, boo,
1: boo, boo, boo. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, it. Doo,
2: doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Watch my non-bionic parts. Don't worry
1: about the tip. Call me about the window,
2: please. Is there a back way out of here? Yes, out the back. It's Hello. Not- <laughs> I was going to tell you to turn it up for her line.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a great line. Sure, I'm going to ask you to leave.
2: <laughs> Hi, Dad
1: oh hi dad what, that's even more embarrassing well,
2: why didn't she use the door
1: well so, no we'll be back see, after this
2: what
1: were this the commercials fire. like yeah. on the other recording
2: yeah we don't get to see the cool retro commercials they just it just goes to black and comes back
1: that's fair enough yeah we're more interested in the action here
2: well i don't know mike it's really fun when they have the retro commercials sure. you know and and there's the news story news at 11 you know you see what was right world
1: trade center
0: hit what no (laughs)
1: 1987 get out of here oh statue of liberty will be reopening soon right well this is cool i mean i didn't realize he had a son i know lee majors was in evil dead versus ash or whatever the tv show ash versus the evil dead he Mm -hmm. played ash's father from the Evil Dead movies when they had a Showtime show. He was the dad in it. But I didn't watch it.
2: Um, the, he got famous from the Big Valley. He, there were oh, four no people who auditioned for the Big Valley, including Burt Reynolds. And he yeah. won. And that's how then this came along, and now he's a big star. But he also went on to do The Fall Guy. For one season, It was in The Virginian.
1: Did you yeah. like The Fall Guy? No,
2: now check this out, Mike. Check this out. Right, he was going to be in Midnight Cowboy. He was going to be the John Voight guy.
1: Yeah, he would have been. All right, I guess.
2: Well, the thing is, but instead, Big Valley. It was they. Had, they had the more. The thing is, he was a TV guy, and this it's corny and stupid. Six million dollar man. But if he had done Big Valley and then got cast with dustin hoffman in midnight cowboy his career might have been totally different he might have been a very cool hip movie star
1: well do you think john voight is john voight was in runaway train which we watched and we loved him in that performance but you know he's grown up and he is who he is you know this kind of firebrand on twitter etc and and not really you know so it it could have been anything but I'm saying it, it wouldn't mean anything to be in that movie. It would have been cool to have a TV actor show up in a movie that was rated R at the time. X. I mean, that Cowboy right. was rated but X. He
2: was a TV actor in like a cowboy film in the black and white days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, if he had gone into that movie, he would have suddenly been a hip cool. I mean, it's all about heroin and John Foyt's tr- picking up a prostitute and thinks that he was the prostitute. Remember that scene? I don't know. If yeah, you of remember. course. And, and um, Hoffman dies, and you know I'm walking. He, yeah, he he could have become. He never was a movie star. He was a s- stupid TV star.
1: Right, but he did pretty well. I mean, I, I think like yeah, he did
2: pretty well. <laughs> he you know, was in get Robot shot. Chicken. He played himself like in Robot in which
1: Chicken. One? Robot, Robot Chicken. Chicken, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm sure it'd be like ah, i'm making fun of six million dollar man i mean people get cast and i become iconic because of their tv roles and then you feel right. kind of bad that they're typecast but always at the end of the day or at the end you're like i really love six million dollar man could you just give me that you know like yeah. i don't know so now cool.
2: we're like, okay this paramilitary operation is in a station wagon with three goofs <laughs> now, what you want to do
1: is that osi regulated station wagon
2: Well they're the bad OSI. Oh no! This Oh Hey buddy, what What? Oh California's beautiful.
1: Oh that must be a backlog. Oh no, it looks like California. I mean like an actual Mm. So eighties.
2: Yeah
1: Yeah. Oh wait with the music.
2: So we have three goofs. Right, right
1: into the boat show
2: is they want to capture Steve Austin because they want to learn about his bionics. You see, Martin Landau has got a thing for bionics. He wants to steal the secret. Whoa!
1: Whoa. This is the first time in ten years someone wants to steal a secret, and I also like the guy's earrings from the 80s. That's pretty cool. Oh, of course there's a ramp. I was going to say Uh, it should be a ramp show.
2: Now, watch. Um, This jump is pointless. He jumps...
1: There's a double ramp.
2: But then the other car can just drive around. I mean, there's a barrier.
1: <laughs> right. But Steve drove off a ramp, landed on another ramp, and went over a boat and hit. Right. Whoever the stunt people are. Oh, Wilshire. Wilshire, Wilshire, Wilshire.
2: Boulevard. Yeah. Well, no, the – okay. Remember, he was like, I'm retired. Now they've come – Fortress came after me. So now he's back.
1: So, so he's this time only- is personal
2: oscar goldman
1: like to pledge to fight fortress i'm back hopefully for a season or two full full pickup this time it's personal well the thing is this was
2: popular and it did the it was the fourth highest rated show during the week not the night or something that would be terrible but like it was a highly rated show, so it led to two other movies. It never led to the 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 TV series. Right now, she was like, "I wonder what parts are bionic." Sexually,
1: <laughs> well, I'd look at that his ass. But that ass is bionic.
2: Now you this know, is father and son.
1: Yeah. Oh, look at that! They're gonna play ball. We finally we get to play ball, Dad. Do you? uh <laughs> Their TV movies were pretty well known. Like, didn't they get married? Was one of the TV movies? Like I the marriage. Or the,
2: I don't think so. I don't remember that.
1: Yeah. But I, I do remember the TV movies. This one, when you uh, picked it, I was really excited because a lot of those TV movies were during the late 70s. You know, maybe early mm-hmm. 80s. It wasn't like 1987 where they're just dusting off the characters and bringing them back.
2: Well, this led to two other movies. The next one was 1989. It's called The Bionic Showdown the six Sweet. in the bionic one, and the and his son is in it also and then but this is the one i think we might have missed our real one to watch in 1994 they had bionic ever after question mark so maybe that maybe that's the one yeah like maybe that was the one to see and maybe that's the one with the marriage you're talking about
1: oh i was waiting for him to squeeze that
2: well he was like do something bionic you know he said don't bother me kid
1: I'll box your <laughs> fucking ears in, son. He, Oh, my dad was a cruel man. You should it.
2: see. Okay. When you look at Lee Majors the second as an old man, he's Steve, right. Austin. he's Steve Austin. Google his name and look at him like old. He's Steve Lean
1: Austin. Lee Majors II.
2: Now this is, oh, well, we... We'll see him later. He's did Frank Cole in... from 2001, A Space Odyssey. It's pretty cool. Oh,
1: I like that guy. Yeah, I want to take a look at him again. He has a weird face.
2: Yeah, and he's old. He's got his gray hair, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I remember think... he did a bunch of stuff in the 80s. Weird. Well, the thing he is, was in listen... 2010. Uh, I see, too. The year we made contact.
2: No, that was... That the was... Sickle. Yes I know, but he no that that was the Star Trek. what was his name?
1: No, no, he shows up as a cameo at the end of the movie, oh does
2: he oh yeah I he he oh, appears
1: okay. in the movie he he's not like he doesn't act act, but he definitely comes up as character
2: what what was the name of the other astronaut? It was Frank Poole and Dave right yeah uh my mind is going Dave Dave. Really?
1: The Daisy. I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dave.
2: That's right.
1: It's a mean computer lip, lip reader. I
2: know. What I wanted to do on Fishburgers was do that to Jeremy. I would say, <laughs> Open Pod bay doors, Hal, right? But the thing is, I would tell Jeremy that I'm going to. That's the, our joke is that I will open them, you know? Because you remember how stressed he would get? Open Pod bay doors! <laughs> you can just see George <laughs> in that astronaut. Oh,
1: I see Jeremy do that? What? So you're. Hello! hell that would have been on your public access, our public access show 30 years ago with your brother jeremy
2: everybody knows because we're so famous you don't gotta
1: yeah oh they can check out our fish burgers (laughs) channel
2: okay yeah go on youtube to fish burgers but it's got to be the channel otherwise you'll get recipes to make fish burgers
1: yeah you'll be there all day coming
2: out of her concussion okay now he's going to tell him she remembers. She remembers you and your love affair. She's probably in love with you again.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. your, memories. your pain. Younger. So young. <laughs> no, not anymore.
0: I really appreciate everything that you have done for me, Steve.
2: Yeah, I really like you. Not enough to fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but thanks for listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my old jokes. I never use it that again.
2: That's so oh, great. You're a great guy. You're, so, you're really not nice enough. Scott.
1: <laughs> I threw that joke away. I'm sure you threw
2: <laughs> a million of them away. You got some. Yeah.
1: Money. Oh, and when we're back. So this was a two ABC shows. But in the 80s, Brandon Tartikoff got the rights. Got this aired yep. on NBC.
2: It was, yeah, let me tell you about that. Um, turn it up so we can hear the boop, 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 boop. Easier to okay, oh, hear. Okay, oh, let's Oh, no, it's too late. Okay, no, so.
1: Heavy breathing.
2: NBC picked up the bionic woman after the series had been canceled by ABC. Oh, ABC okay. continued to air the $6 million man. So Rudy Wells, the guy who, like, made him Bionic, he was on two different networks, you know. We That's weird So
1: the, the spinoff was on the same time as the run for Six Million Dollar Man, but Six Million Dollar Man remained on ABC. Yes. While at the same time, the Bionic woman was on the air, but on the competing channel.
2: NBC. It was a scandal. It was, what? Has the whole world gone crazy? And now that I'm competing cra- against the, you know well that's the spin-off yeah a lot more people like it
1: you know there's been a lot of television shows that switch American networks I would say taxi was on ABC and then NBC uh shit, there was another show I just thought of the switch networks but it's not too uncommon that happens but I've never uh, heard of a competing uh right, a, a similar a show. right yeah it's like I guess the most I now in the streaming services you have South Park with Paramount plus showing exclusive movies and HBO Max having the rights to the TV show, which is also on Comedy Central. Uh, that's the only example I could think of.
2: Yeah, that's an example of life imitating life.
1: <laughs> the biz.
2: So now, all of it- it's not worth anything. It's like, when I woke up, oh, it was stressful, stressful. I know you set me up with Steve. What are you up to, Oscar.
1: Do you notice in the eighties, men still wore suits on television? Even though
2: they it's really just didn't. television
1: style, like nobody yeah, would wear that right.
2: jacket. You would see Michael J. Fox in a suit, yeah. ties, and the dad, and they're like sports coats. Or
1: I was watching Andy Kaufman on Fridays. It was it was the following episode. He he famously kiboshed an episode, and then uh-huh. the following season they had him on, and it's on Tubi and he's wearing the cheapest three-piece suit I've ever seen in 1980 you know okay. like it's just like it's what people wore like you know on Mark and Mindy it would be a three-piece suit it wouldn't you know like who wears a three-piece suit got right, a vest right. and a jacket and a tie and it's like you know vanilla looking
2: the vest is overkill
1: yeah like Oscar right now like I know we're not listening to them but it's just
2: well because rude. I don't Crybaby stuff. It's really not. L- look how his tie is.
1: It's folded into his pants.
2: Right, tucked right in, and roll them.
1: He just got out of bed, maybe.
2: Twist the scarf around your and roll them.
1: And roll them. <laughs> oh, look, continuity error. Your tie's out, to untucked. We don't have. Uh, it doesn't oh, matter. And
2: right, cut. Michael. Very good.
1: Yeah. I have a bionic eye.
2: Go ahead. Listen oh. for two
1: seconds. Okay, with my bionic ear?
2: Yes. These years I haven't been able to respond to him, and that I can, I can't. Be careful. You're no stranger to Fortress either. What's okay. that
1: supposed to mean?
2: I wanted, well, Fortress is the paramilitary <laughs> organization run by Martin Landau. But what I wanted to say, and we'll see. Here's Martin Landau. I'll come back to it.
1: All right. Don't forget.
2: Steve Austin shows up. Should I call the guard? Oh, we're just going to have a little conversation, you and me. Should I call the guard? No, no, no. This is just a little chat between you and me. Yeah, yeah. Two adversaries getting together.
1: And I'll kill you with my body. You're joking me. <laughs> my God, Martin Lando is so great. That that toupee of his, his hair is so I don't know if it's real or not. I love it.
2: It I it think has, it's real. Yeah. Now this guy, you know, he was he grew to be into movies, not but he started, it was space nineteen ninety-nine sure. and mission impossible. That's yeah, what you a face that you know.
1: But he was a fucking superstar, though, in both of those shows. And his wife was in, in both, too, because he was just so versatile in them. Like, you know, and she did, too. Like, they were just anything that they threw. Like, Mission Impossible was fantastic.
2: Yeah. You know, they were always playing something different. Yeah. At each episode, they had to do some sort of scam.
1: I remember there was an MTV, like, uh, red carpet event. For the first Mission Impossible movie. And I don't remember if it was Tabitha Sorin, but one of the famous TV news. Yeah, yeah. Went up yeah. to who was there on the red carpet and go, Oh, uh, what are you doing here?
2: Oh, my God. They're
1: like, are you promoting Ed Wood?
2: You right. idiot. <laughs> I guess she's just young. She wasn't around.
1: Yeah, it was young. didn't and don't forget, the first movie, like Mission Impossible is this great team espionage show. And then the first movie, his espionage team gets killed in like 20 minutes. So it's just Ethan Hunt. Oh, is he a psychic? Is going to do Jigsaw?
2: All we got with Martin Landau was Steve Austin going, If you hurt anybody who I love, I'm going to get you. I'll kill you, right you this time. Yeah. Now we're seeing that, like, Jamie is – she's, like, a physical therapist, and she does counseling, and this guy is, like, all about TV shows, and I don't know. He's got problems. Later on, he'll um, help the plot by a little bit. That's why he's here.
1: So what do you mean by TV shows?
2: Turn it up. You'll hear the way he talks, like, beam me up, Scotty, stuff like this.
1: Uh, One last question. Beam me up, Scotty. Kirk out. Sounds good.
2: I'm with you. Womp, 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 womp. Jamie. Be careful out there.
1: Hill Street Blues. (laughs) Dino Might.
2: Look, a fake leg. It's bionic leg.
1: Oh, press five and six to wiggle the toes.
2: Now, do you recognize Rudy Wells' face from the show?
1: He was in Bionic Woman and Six Million Dollar Man while they were playing on different networks.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He is the guy who does the bionics.
1: I don't remember him, Carl.
2: Oh, oh, okay. When yeah. I saw his face, I immediately remembered. Look, he's the guy who always used the tweezers.
1: <laughs> uh, It's a little personal here. Imagine you have a bionic leg, and you see the guy fucking with a leg on the kid. <laughs> it's a weird tingle when I see you do that.
2: Well, if it isn't Steve Austin, how are you, Steve? I thought Steve... you retired, buddy.
1: How come one limb is clean shaven and the other is hairy? Her suit. <laughs> you notice that? Like we got a hairy edition, a hairy white edition, and a clean shaven white tweak. You'll see on the table. Well, I, I guess. Yeah, on like
2: if one's got one leg has hair. Look, yes. look here in the science thing. See the science in there.
1: Yeah, see that's all you are, Steve. To us, that fucking microchip. You get it?
2: <laughs> six million dollars that cost us. I know.
1: <laughs> Let's see, six seasons, twenty episodes apiece. Uh, each villain, one hundred twenty villains. That still comes four point <laughs> six million short.
2: You all I know. That look at this laser eye you see i've got a laser eye if huh. there's anybody who ever needs a laser eye you let me know all right well okay. you know sun gets into a jet crash or something <laughs> i was gonna I say to it's know. 20
1: it's a week before the accident but thanks for letting me know
2: yeah it's a little early it's a little early. Thanks. Um, um, thank you for the movies
1: part oh, the the creator the invention lab is always like this hoardy bit where it's like okay Here's this pen that will help you breathe underwater and shoot uh-huh. any kind of laser crabs. Great, if whoa. I ever see a laser crab underwater, I'll use it. Uh, whoa! Laser crabs! Lucky. <laughs> I got my pen. Here, can I get your autograph? There.
2: You're so crabby.
1: <laughs> oh, James. Look, he's playing with uh, Steve Austin's fake skin. <laughs> oh my god I how 80s wine.
2: and i'm setting that up because later i'll become a hostage
1: Carl, remember wearing pearls in the 80s when you go to supermarket shopping yeah. no, but i'm yeah. going get myself a that is cup. so
2: 80s look at the high shoulders yes on both of them and the pearls especially the pearls look that's at that's the tie loosened the pop collar
1: yeah no she well she rocks it Lizzie, i like i'm a big fan oh she's got no. a side hustle going
2: Later, she'll get cured. See what happened is she's she keeps her eyes closed all the time since she was a baby, and then oh. when they teach her about opening her eyes, her sight will be restored.
1: Listen, oh, lady, okay. you're coming
2: with us. Oh, what
1: a lovely invitation! this way.
2: I have a gun, lady. Uh, I now, I guess she didn't it. hear me. Yeah, if you don't come with us, we're going to shoot the children. Watch, look. Like He's oh, oh,
1: oh, oh. No, going to be firing the blind. Like, they don't hear a fucking gun behind them. <laughs>
2: click, click.
1: Like, no one does. Click, click.
2: Come with us or we'll shoot the children. He could
1: point Welcome. a gun at six children, Carl, because according to the show, they're blind. No worries.
2: Right. right. They're not getting away.
1: Well, I hope he doesn't escalate this by pointing a gun in broad daylight to a bunch of children.
2: Now, coincidentally, Steve Austin just happens to be parking his car and getting out for no reason. For no reason. He shouldn't be here at all.
1: Well, no, that's that parking spot is reserved for Lee Majors. Oh, here we go. Oh, turn up the cell is here to. Come on, make this noise. Make the noise. Come on, more.
2: <laughs>
1: now, he's he's running down like the suburban part of a.
2: probably in real life they stop and he's like uh, uh,
1: uh. <laughs> he does, he always does look like that even in the, the original run he always looked like he was exhausted
2: <laughs> huh? he's running and stopping Watch, but oh, look at this, Mike, watch.
1: Jump
0: and
2: oh.
1: How do they do that, Carl?
2: In a single bound is
1: how they do I have, it. I have notes. I don't like the, the music over the sound effect. It has to be all sound effect.
2: Just the sound effect is what we need to hear. Okay, here we go. That is incredible.
1: All this shit's incredible.
2: Whoa! Whoa! Hey, you punk! Talk about road rage! Oh, look, she no, Bionic f- kicked it out. Huh?
1: <sighs> Finally, I could use my Bionic powers. I Needless got my power. I'm
2: gonna stuntman you. What?
1: You're, you I'm what a- Oh, I'm a Apple stuntman. I can't believe it happened.
2: Wow! Oh, they're fine. It landed wheels up. They're cool. The
1: wheel's up so you can drive away and everyone's okay. Yeah, you know how it goes. Do, do, I do, see do, them getting away. What's their do, license plate?
2: Do, 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 I got the license. <laughs> he didn't
1: need his bionic
2: guy <laughs> for that. Stop wasting energy. You didn't need your bionic
1: eye. <laughs> the is like, you use your bionic eye to get a license plate number? Fuck you. It's my body.
2: Okay, no. no this it. is the same restaurant they were in when she, like, threw him through the window. So... When they're leaving, the the maitre d' person will be like, "Would you would you please use the door this time?" <laughs> it really is going to say that.
1: They let him in. Wouldn't you let a bionic couple back in after they they uh, broke your window and repaid it?
2: <laughs> I guess yeah. Is the window fixed? She said, "Here's my card. Call Here's me my about card. the window."
1: But wouldn't guy throwing at a window etiquette would insist that you would never show up to the restaurant again?
2: Yeah, that's you would right. You would be the window, embarrassed, right? You would be embarrassed. Right.
1: Well, let's say you're the owner. You don't want Mike Spiegelman, and the bionic asshole walking the Scotty's to throw someone out the window again, right? Unless you're scared of Mike Spiegelman. Absolutely. Uh, so on
2: two, for two reasons, they shouldn't be here. This must have just been they've shot on the same day because. Yeah the owners wouldn't let him in and they wouldn't want to go in. It's so embarrassing.
1: They're so embarrassed. You remember that lover's spat where you threw me out the window? It wasn't even a lover's spat.
2: So right what now we're going to order. have a situation in which it's like a movie does something that would never happen in the real world, like their feelings and stuff. It's like now she like gets her memory back and he knows. and And instead of them getting together, she's like, Let's just stay in touch. Let's just be friends. It doesn't make sense.
1: All right, see, it wasn't my night for getting acquainted. Maybe I'll do better if I can find the right words.
2: He's talking about his son right now. Look inside yourself, see what's in your heart, even if it is made of
1: Teflon.
2: Ah, yeah. Oh, TV humor.
1: Teflon was used a lot in 87 because of the president. Remember like, uh, yes. Ron Reagan was, there was the Teflon Ron or
2: well, the, no, no, you're thinking of the mob guy, the Teflon.
1: Yeah. Ron. Right. The mob guy. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Te- yeah, yeah. Teflon Don or something.
2: Yes. I guess it was John Gotti. Right. Gatti. I don't know. John. Yeah.
1: John. You ever see the movie Gotti? Uh, Travolta.
2: Yeah. I've seen it. I didn't think it was so great.
1: Do you think it's a bad movie, like good, bad? If it was on YouTube, you would watch it?
2: I think it's probably a bad movie because I don't remember it well, and that's what oh. I tend to do. Like, if I like a movie, I remember everything about it. But if I can't – that happened to me with Woody Allen once. I think I, I already told you that story. I, I saw this Woody Allen movie, and it just really sucked. Then I was in the video store, and I was like, oh, a Woody Allen film I never saw.
1: Okay. <laughs> right. You started <laughs> like, shit.
2: Okay, let's listen again because now we're going to have the ridiculous stuff. I, really get it. I
1: guess I would have burned a lot more than I should have.
2: <clears throat> what the hell were so angry about last night? Oh, you just you won't have a good answer. <laughs> It's so bad, I don't even want to listen. It's just fake stuff like I'm mm. confused. I a I
1: want in my movie bionics. I want bionic jumping, I want bionic running, I want bionic listening, I want bionic seeing. I wanna see guys point they uh, their gun and kids. I don't wanna see a, a dinner scene that goes on before the oh, next yes. commercial
2: break. Yeah, it's really long this scene, and it's all right. Fuck it, I'll tell you something about the film. Um, sure, uh, um, it was released you, oh, on video.
1: You know who directed the movie Gotti? Yeah, Starring no. Gendervalt. Tell me the uh, the actor who played E in the entourage.
2: Oh, okay.
1: I've got his name. That's I know. Him. So I, I he was on a, a bunch of sitcoms, too, I, I saw him in.
2: I don't want to read this stuff. I'm kind of done with this film.
1: You've seen right, right, this how many times for research, Carl? How many well, times have you seen this already?
2: This is my fourth time. I just yeah, find so that I, I watch it three times and I'm ready for our show. Um, married to Farrah Fawcett between 73 and 82. That's pretty short. That's really pretty short.
1: 73 to 82? Nine years in the limelight? Because they mm-hmm. were in the limelight.
2: Wait, wait, you're right, you're right. That isn't really short, right? Especially if you're famous. Um Cameo appearances in Circle of Two. He was In Scrooged, I don't remember that.
1: He probably uh, played himself walking around the this the yep. television lot.
2: Yeah, he did. He did. He was in Big Fat Liar. I don't remember that. The brother
1: Solomon. Oh, I've seen Big Fat Liar. Know. I think he probably played himself, honestly, on a lot of this movie this they're yes. trying to
2: make. He was in Grand Theft Audio, his voice, big Mitch Baker. He was in The Mist by with Stephen King for two seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, he was on Dallas for two shows. That's pretty sweet. And that's Attack. the modern Dallas, the modern Dallas.
1: Oh, well, like the CW Dallas? Um, whatever it was. was
2: a- TNT did did Dallas and J.R. Yes. Ewing was it in it? You know the old cast was in it and the young go, the young guys. Did you see it?
1: So yeah, it had J.R. Junior, right? Yeah. junior J.R. Yeah,
2: it had J.R. J.R. Okay, turn it up. I, I know of it. Out. Turn it up. Oh, I think you can do that one, another, oh. don't you? Would you mind leaving through the door? Our windows closed today. Hey, <laughs> yeah, is that funny? That was Sam Did you miss
1: it? I know. I saw it. Was he passive aggressive?
2: Didn't you hear what he said? You didn't hear what he
1: said. I did hear what he said. I had it up and I listened. He goes, hey, uh, this time, guys, can you go through like the door? Because like a window is not open. (laughs) Okay. okay. No, I totally heard. I had the volume. You'll hear it. Okay. My mistake. My mistake. So
2: um, check this out. Check this out. You know the song Midnight Train to Georgia? Yeah, sure. I love that song. Okay, Um, songwriter Jim Weatherly phoned his friend Lee Majors one day. The call was answered by Farrah Fawcett. Weatherly and Fawcett chatted briefly, and she told him he was going to visit her mother and was taking the midnight plane to Houston. Okay, he heard the midnight plane to Houston, he started doing (laughs) that. He started going into the shower. Leaving on that midnight plane to (laughs) Houston.
1: the Georgia. And it turned into –
2: Um, uh, Weatherly used these wealthy people as characters in a song about a failed actress who leaves Los Angeles and is followed by her boyfriend who cannot live without her. Eventually, the genders were swapped and the plane became a train and Houston was changed to Georgia! But I mean, that's what gave birth that's to this song. That's what it it's
1: based on. No shit. You know, their relationship was like People Magazine fodder every week. Uh, National Enquirer. It was Jennifer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bennifer. And part of it is that Farrah said, you know, she had her own history going on and people would always like, you know, those magazines will always try to get exclusives and exploit it.
2: Well, yeah, it was like National Enquirer kind of thing, but a little Yeah. Before, was it called the Star Evening Star? I don't know. There was, it was a little early. Okay. So More what like, we're going to have now is a bar fight in which a father and son can bond.
1: Okay, oh, they, they ball frame? but. Can't like, I don't know. You got to pull punches if you're bionic, right?
2: Well, right now he's not bionic.
1: Oh, another window. This time in fast motion. And
2: now the dad will be the one to say, Is this how you leave places?
1: (laughs) Uh oh. Stuntman fight. A lot of stunt work in this. That's kind of cool. Oh. Thanks for the beer, lady. Yeah. Oh. I want to see a movie about that guy. Crack! pub.
2: He's like, stay out of it, Dad. And he's like, it looks like fun.
1: (laughs) Stay out of it, Dad.
2: Right. right. So he goes back through the window.
1: That's stupid. Broken glass everywhere, Carl. People pissing on the streets.
2: That's right. It's not safe. It must be a TV show. So now we're going to hear the bionics when. Steve comes in. Doo, 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 doo. He's super
1: jacked. Punch, crash,
2: smash. A lot of sound effects.
1: Crash, smash.
2: He wears that leather jacket, so he looks like he has muscles. That's his son, his real life son. Would now be a
0: good time to impress me with show bionics?
2: <laughs>
1: That's a normal sounding punch, Carl. Right,
2: crack. Oh, bionic push.
1: My spine.
2: Lies, Why would you
1: people yeah, you could see him like uh, Winston Payne.
2: did you see the joke there?
1: Yeah, hi. how are you?
2: Well, like he went to like beat up a guy, but it turned out to be a girl, so he stopped and then she like slugged him in the stomach. Look at that.
1: Yeah, that's pretty raw That happens in no fights. That's right. Uh-oh. Cops. Sorry, officer. I was just trying to take this beer outside. What? Why won't you? I
2: was a beer no, stander. I got it. I was an innocent beer stander.
1: <laughs> hot dogs. Get your hot dogs outside of bar brawl. Good ball, bro. Let's get either a hot dog or whatever. This There's like two. Oh, popcorn?
2: Well, yeah. He's Only in Los
1: Angeles, Carl. Only in LA. here. have. he's going
2: to get them popcorn. The works. With the works.
1: <inaudible> with the works? Yeah. Hey, you want a street corn, street <laughs> pop? Like <laughs> Give me a street pop. What do you want in your street pop? Everything. <laughs> a street, Give me pop, a street pop, pop from a pop. A I'll order one street pop from a pop. Again, street dog That's next for the stand. Want, Come on,
2: I promised you'd order the popcorn. Come on.
1: Uh, what did say
0: about
1: me? They just passed up their entire relationship.
2: Yeah, well, uh, we're that's getting that's bonding that. scene because next scene he's going to yeah. die, you know, yeah. get killed. And he that's doesn't right. die, but a plane crash. Okay, buy the street pop. Here we go. Anyway,
1: butter, salt, kitchen. get to the works. The butter, butter, salt. Butter and salt. <laughs> Want
2: corn on your pop?
1: What else do you... I mean, like, some yeast, some flavorings, some, some cinnamon. The
2: works! It works! Chili, no, I don't
1: want any ginger on it. Yeah, chili. Chili and cheese. Jalapeno peppers. Szechuan peppercorn.
2: This is their plan. So drive at them. It will split them up. And then they get the kid. If they get the is kid, he, they'll get Lee Major's bionics.
1: What happened to the street pop? They dropped it? Well, Watch he goes
2: jump him Ah! my arm dad
1: whoa
2: now the son's gonna think to himself that's really cool I wish I was bionic until he really is bionic and he goes you made me a freak you made me a freak
1: did he not pop his son's uh, arm out of a socket
2: right absolutely he would have right
1: (laughs) how do they do these effects carl let's just cut to the chase because they, they jumped, they jumped a...
2: backwards they jumped backwards and they
1: so some guy up. outside wilshire or you know g- jumps out of a building
2: it's got to be a okay. studio that little fake dead end they went into it's got to be a sound okay so state.
1: they're on a studio a lot and then they have a three-story building and they right. probably have those like wonderful c- cushiony
2: yeah and then they yeah. jump on backwards they're stuntmen they're trained to
1: and then they take the film and they reverse it.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so two people, let me get this right. There is a lot, I, I, right? Don't
2: you think Steve Austin's real life son was like, dad, why can't I be the kid dad? Why can't I be the bionic one? Wouldn't Do that you be feel the, the other
1: way around this? The father says, son, you are going to be in by bio- return of the, uh, you're going to be the bionic kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dad, I don't,
2: I don't live in your shadow. Oh, he's he's uh. Do, do, do. They're her boobs. Did you see it? Do, 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 do.
1: Oh, she's e dropping.
2: Well, he was no, but he knew she was listening, and so he said, "You're more beautiful than ever." And so then the general guy was like, "Yo, know, excuse me, Mister Halston.
1: <laughs> oh, the general sir? there. It was a general admission.
2: Yeah, they let him in it was general admission so now we're gonna have you know plane crash we and then we've got to make them bionic
1: oh that's her son
2: look how they're all dressed up like um yeah that's the bad guy they fought in the
1: bar i'm, I'm not bored at this at all if you think you're bored watching this a fourth time imagine actually watching this the air show I guess. I guess, like they're testing it. It's a test. They're all. No, yeah, he's like gonna it.
2: graduate or something. It's like he's got to do a a strike run or some crap to graduate, and then like he'll be like, he'll be f- so fake in trouble. He'll be like, oh, uh, my sensors are broken up. The stick's not responding. Houston, turn it up. It's he's like so bad.
1: Do a barrel roll.
2: You know he's not in danger. Is what I'm saying.
1: Uh Uh-oh, my
2: hydro gauges.
1: What? Flip-flipity-flip-flip. Six flashing lights.
2: Ooh, there's a problem. Mm, mm, mm. My toggles are are not toggling.
1: How do they do this effect? Is there a cushion?
2: Yeah, there'll be a cushion on the ground. (laughs) Look at how, like, bionic woman's in her like... Kentucky Derby hat.
1: I'm sorry. Sorry.
2: Stick is sluggish. Sick has no effect.
1: Stick. Stick has no effect. Fuck this. We archival footage.
2: Yeah. Better of fake a plane jettison. crash. Fake Jettison. Press the fake Jettison button.
1: I can't find it. Do you think this archi- oh there we go
2: archival
1: archival now this plane crash did they pay the family f- to use it for the footage
2: I'm sure they didn't it's archival so we watched them
1: you know they always say oh kids watch so much violence on 70s well, TV you every go episode. Into a
2: closet and there's reels and reels of crap here's one of an elephant here's one of, oh know, I know
1: I know totally they should but, call I mean-
2: up who is the man who died in this plane i want to give his great great no but i
1: think it's ironic that you know people would say you're desensitized from violence because you would watch it at six times you know three times a night on television and to the point where they use archival footage of a man dying in a plane crash and we're just like oh no i hope his son's okay you know like you don't you just don't think about it i'm sure like i don't know, you know you're right i didn't The thinker. Hey. Yeah. Let me touch pet the hair.
2: you. Let me pet you like a dog. What What are you doing here? I thought you were not my girlfriend, Jamie.
1: Ouch, ouch, lost. my hair is stuck in your hand? Your bionic hands. Don't don't. So run my kid's gonna out.
2: die now. You're showing up. You, yeah, now you're here. Your bionic hand is stuck in my hair.
1: Uh, he has my cell phone.
2: Oh, Steve, are these bionic, is this bionic hair? No, it, they're plugs! They're plugs! <laughs> what are you, what are you... you have bionic hair? They're plugs.
1: It's so sad, like they he has to sit there. Poor son's in the hospital.
2: Alright, turn it up so you Chris... can hear the bad acting so that you can not feel like oh, it's terrible.
1: Oh no, here we go. Ah. Oh. He must be crispy.
2: <laughs> His skin is all crispy, like yeah, jerk, I like chicken.
1: I, I can't. Oh, I just. I can't even. Sm- I can smell him. <laughs> right. None of that. None of that.
2: All he can smell right now is like ashy, smoky smell. It must be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> okay, now we are seeing Breaking Bad guy younger than I you've know. ever seen I can't him. Tell you why? Except he has a will to live that just won't quit. That's Brian, Cranston? That's Brian Cranston. Look how young!
0: We've had to amputate his right arm. What? Both his legs are crushed. His spine has snapped. Yo, snapped his
2: his You're a bad doctor!
0: He'll never walk again.
2: A piece of metal lodged in his head no. and it's covered the Why does he think he's going to make it? Because he has a will to live. Check it he out. It's so right? unbelievable.
1: A no, brain scan is normal. His heart is very... Okay, I gotta stop watching Bryan Cranston. Listen,
2: listen! Uh, that,
1: uh,
0: broken ribs, cuts lacerations, minor injuries that will heal with time. But! What? The rest... What? I'm afraid there's not much more we can do.
2: No. No. There's something I can do. Yeah, I can make him bionic. Listen, listen. Carl, it's killing me. It's killing me. Yeah. To Jamie. He's oh, he really not gonna make it. Oh yes he does, Doctor. You don't know about bionic. Oh,
1: what are you saying? Well, you know what? We got we we got some upper friends in upper places, pal. This doesn't involve you.
2: We can totally bionify this guy
1: i don't know i'm I'm just a hospital doctor a country hospital doctor i've never heard of this biotification. Country city hospital i'm just a country city hospital doctor <laughs> Just a, a country city hospital doctor lawyer <laughs> well don't worry we'll, we'll get some biotification specialists in the hospital to, to do it we don't need you bionic OSI's size here Oh man. I mean again, these suits are just like it's just we take it for granted they were worn out, but no one wears these suits.
2: Well, not today, of course. Not today. The the um Ugh. I remember used to dress used to dress properly to go to school and then in our generation it was easy you know, it was just like you have a collar shirt and jeans, you know what I mean? It would be like you could dress with but nowadays it's they've got sweatpants and <laughs> pajamas, sure. I'm not kidding. Flip flops,
1: that's uh, all good. I rocked the sweater with the, the the collared shirt poking out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, all this is bionics. This stuff's gonna be out of date, and they're gonna have to like fix it. And so he's under, you know. Plus, how much do they like lease it? Does like Steve have to pay the government like you know once a month to to have? in you know, their mortgage?
2: Look, they're going to put in... I don't think so. I think they just paid it out, right? And now we own you. Yeah. Yeah, Put in the eye. Yes, put in the eye.
1: This is the moment we all waited for. The bionification. Right in process, right? Yeah. We never never saw... saw
2: Paul's just doing it. Oh,
1: here we go. Here we go.
2: Steve?
1: I want to show you my coffee cup. What is it, doctor? I think you're the only $6 million man around. Really, six hundred dollars, six million dollars in nineteen eighty-seven money?
2: <laughs> That's so cheap. <laughs> no, it was a <laughs> nineteen seventy-three dot money. It should be at least seven point five million.
1: What was the story that Ben Stiller was going to do a movie version, and then in fact, a movie version called like the Six Billion Dollar Man or something? I always hear like
2: interesting.
1: I don't know if it's true. He was the test of shit, but I didn't. Mean, you know, he might was have always been a movie. Caballon. Yeah. I don't remember this guy the doctor Rudy Wells. yeah what was he in like
2: he was always the doctor who you know they would go in for a bionic checkup you know he was the guy God, that's so
1: funny oh uh, he's probably the sexiest guy in this movie look at the sweat the chest hair the mustache well
2: yeah he's been in surgery so he has sweat now yeah,
1: sure of course your hair your your chest hair is always sticking out during surgery
2: this guy authored two books, fiction books. He uh, wrote plays and had them produced and stuff. He, This guy was for real.
1: Lee Major is rocking some chess hair, too. But yes. he never wrote any plays, though. So. No, no, no. Son, I heard that your eye, right hand, legs, <laughs> and spine have been repaired.
2: Here's another like ridiculous thing. He wakes up and he's like, You've made me a freak. I mean (laughs) you're not my father.
1: Don't you I mean, why doesn't the bionic woman and six million dollar man feel the same way? They were dead men. And that's only
2: That's what they say in this. It's not believable. When you woke up, you were mad. And then Jamie's going to go to Steve. Did you expect him to react any other way? I mean, right. this guy, he wasn't ever going to walk again. This is a good thing.
1: But he, I don't know, he could have been dead, right? But they revived him. Would he no, live?
2: Uh, it was no, uh, when Brian Cranston was working on him, they were just it was an emergency room visit. They're just saving gotcha. his life. Gotcha. He wasn't going to die. He was just gonna be paralyzed and
1: did they need to 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 repair him, quote unquote? Well, they certainly Weird. didn't they need to give on the
2: laser eye.
1: Oh, I can't wait for the laser eye. This is like when you're a kid, you have to wait till the ten o'clock, eleven o'clock hour for the fucking laser eye, right? It's not gonna happen till ten thirty.
2: Well, yeah, it's gonna come a, it's gonna come a little late. It is. It is. Yeah. We're gonna see it really late. Uh, so he's going to be at the clinic Getting better and uh, rehabilitating And they're going to say like He's going to go I have a laser eye And he goes oh really yeah my youngest son Has a lazy eye And we <laughs> try, try to cope No not a
1: lazy eye <laughs> Lazy eye Laser eye yeah, yeah I got you lazy eye a so he, really... he just said you lost me
2: You're, You lost a son today
1: <sighs> Brutal
2: and she's like, "Of course, he said that. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
1: It must be cold in there, because because of her
2: nipples." So <laughs> I, I um, remember I said before she happens to be like a physical therapist and a psychologist, right? You know, just happens to be one in case your son gets hurt and needs. Physical therapy from and- her
1: I- own experience her own experience well this is all a coincidence it's a coincidence yeah. that it's done at the same horrifying accident right now, look.
2: here's the glass factory and guess who broke out of jail in this three-piece suit With yeah that's what I'm left.
1: talking about so casual who wore that in
2: 1987 yeah. look he popped his collar you get it look <laughs> yeah, I'm a bad guy
1: now, if you excuse me. I gotta go to the next lot and do my other show. I have a love boat episode in ten minutes.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm gonna be your psychologist. I'm gonna pretend that I'm resisting.
1: She was during the series. He wasn't a therapist, but a physical therapist. She was working in the military, right? Like a well, certain branch.
2: She was a. OSI agent. Um, oh,
1: OSI, right? With Brock Sampson from Venture Brothers. <laughs>
2: I guess with Oscar Goldman. She, she Oscar is.
1: Goldman, yeah.
2: No, they're they're fake CIA's called OSI. That's what it's called. Gotcha. Um,
1: um, um. A little heart to heart. So Lee Majors too rocks this scene. This is a good scene for him.
2: It doesn't say here what was her profession as a...
1: But she was in the military or something, right? She had assignments. Like, it's just interesting that had they made a series, she'd be a therapist in the run.
2: <clears throat> I just don't see...
1: For your consideration, Carl, the montage I... of rehabilitation.
2: I always just remember her as a secret agent.
1: Yeah, a secret agent's cool. I like how, like, secret agents and expensive, you know, they just get to retire, go on a fishing boat.
2: Yes. With that, they bought with their own. Oh, there's, here you go, son. Here's the plate.
1: Right. It's getting better
2: now. Look, it's getting better.
1: Is there music? Why did I ask?
2: Oh, it's so 80s. It's so 80s.
1: (sighs) Hey, they can rebuild him, Carl rebuild them
2: nine miles per
1: hour Uh uh-oh thank you oh he's getting much better look at that he does
2: wow you bionic Uh, it off
1: the, the old treadmill
2: whoa 25 miles per hour and it's nothing 37? Uh, 38?
1: No. Oh, let's see the sound effect. Where's my sound effect?
2: No, it's, he's not that kind of bionic. He doesn't run in slow motion either. You'll see. 268 he's... miles per hour. I don't believe that.
1: That was sped up. So he's a sped what? up bionic man. Look, he's he wants
2: out. So what will this immature bitch do? He'll laser eye the door.
1: I would break the door open. What would you do, Carl?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't think I'd be so immature as to laser door an eye because he wants to go through it.
1: Now, how does lasers work again? Do they stop at a certain point and cease to exist or do they keep going through stuff?
2: They go on and forever. They go on until they are stopped, like any beam of light.
1: All right. So that doesn't go through the door and then go through the floor and then go through yeah. the bottom. It does.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. Light goes on to something and it bounces off of it lasers do the same thing but I mean they, they're hot and they have energy right. so they shoot through stuff but if it hits I don't know lead I don't know it'll <laughs> bounce Whoa, I got a knife and I'm a Bernie I'm
1: a, Bur- I'm a living Bernie this I'm is t- weeknight, at- weeknight with Bernie the, the prequel,
2: the prequel. <laughs> you're going to my beach house
1: what I'm just I work in the mail room and I'm his buddy
2: now, why uh, does I mean, she have Scrabble on her desk?
1: Just blade cra- I don't know. It's because it, it's uh, what you do? You play Scrabble, Scrabble. in the office. Oh, you know, She's just, just therapist's room. You know, there's different games. There's Candyland.
2: He's got a Springsteen shirt. Look.
1: Yeah, so '80s, '87. It,
2: it's um, born in, born the, in the
1: U.S. De- yeah. Carl's from New Jersey, and I'm I'm from New Jersey, so we you know this stuff. You are
2: from New Jersey, Mike. I am New from Jersey. New Jersey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Give me some Wise potato chips. It's been decades.
2: <laughs> some Utz, 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 U T Z, Jim. I'm sure you guys don't have Utz potato chips,
1: right? Sometimes you see them in the hipster stores. Really? Yeah, I've seen nuts once in a while, but I don't see Wise.
2: You've seen Utz? That's nuts. Yeah, we certainly have whys here.
1: Well, I have some nuts, uh right? You want to see them? These nuts? Uh, these nuts. Oh, no, I'm
2: why right to that.
1: Do you want to play some Scribble? Our lawyers told us that it is now Scribble.
2: The game of Scribble is such a rip-off. You open it up, and there's pads of paper and <laughs> notes. You know, there's pens.
1: Yeah, there's, there's no board, there's no right, tiles. Right. You
2: know, there's instructions, directions. You write some shit. Worked.
1: Personally, I could not read the instructions to the game of Scribble. It was just like encipherable. It was just kind of like smudges. It wasn't even like you know, just a bunch of lines.
2: <laughs> oh, now, I found the diamond. It's a it's a glass, and that's gonna ha- gonna lead to that they're at a glass factory. It's so stupid.
1: Okay. Oh, you mean the Los Angeles County Glass Factory?
2: Right now, what she just told him was there's this guy he was like a prisoner and so that they wouldn't go crazy and they couldn't control him he used to just pretend he was building a clock and he knew everything about the clock it was very intricate or whatever and when he got released he really made it and it's in the museum at Langley Air Force Base and so he's gonna put it into his head a motorcycle repairing fixing his motorcycle taking the engine apart putting it back together so if he ever gets captured by kidnappers, maybe who work for Fortress and it's Martin Landau, he'll have uh-huh. something to deal with the torture and isolation.
1: Well, wow, he really set himself up all right. And I got a 401k plan set up. It'll help me in the future. <laughs> Things are looking up for me.
2: Now Jamie's going to reveal that she's bionic.
1: He didn't know? Nope. Uh-oh, music. Secret.
2: Now look, her boobs are not bionic. You see that, right? Right. Take a look. Look at him when they look.
1: He- Son of a bitch. So
2: watch how he runs. He—he's the new bionic. Creepy. Look
0: at the.